Welcome to Spread Talk with Pam and John, also known as The Calm, Before the Storm. Our purpose is to elevate the conversation and amplify special education resources. And our why is about making the impossible possible. Well, Pam, here we are. We're doing this Fed Talk thing again. It's been a minute. It feels like we haven't recorded a new episode in a while. And here we are, 2022. We're living in the future. Members of a collaborative group of special ed liaisons from around the state. We have the unique experience of collaborating between ESCs. We've always collaborated as ESCs, but even now more so as liaisons, one of those projects is the Special Education Director Collaborative Live Bind. And so, Pam, what do you think? We got it. We got people in the room, in the Zoom room today. Yeah, I know, John. It's kind of exciting to be back. One thing, as I was thinking about this, when the Live Bind started, when the, when the collaborative started, with just with the ESCs and, and hearing from special ed directors out in the, you know, in the districts saying, hey, we need a resource. We need somewhere to go, you know, and just to see that this collaborative group has really stepped forward and, and provided such a valuable resource to all the special ed directors and, and non-special ed directors in the state of Texas is totally awesome. So this morning, who we have with us, I'm going to let them introduce themselves, and then they can talk more about the collaborative and what the vision was and where we are today and where we where they possibly might want to go in the future with it. So we're going to start off with uh, Anna Griffiths, who's probably been with the project a lot longer, so we're going to give her the mic. Well, hey, good morning, and it is exciting to be here. So um, as you said, I'm Anna Griffiths. I am a liaison at Region 10. And um, yes, I have been with the project since its inception, and I am here with Beth Garcia. I'm also a special education liaison here at Region 10, and I've been working on this project for about two years. Fabulous. We, you know, just so our listeners know, on the Zoom, we've also got Evan Heckman, who's a member of the SPED Talk team, kind of the editing guru to SPED Talk, and we've got Jen DeLeon joining us. She's she's our taskmaster. She makes sure that that we show up and that we do what we say we're going to do and that we record the data the way we're supposed to and then we get the guests on and and we have Patty Garcia from ESC 14 joining us as well she's a fabulous member of the team and the creative element to sped talk and so um, we are super excited to be highlighting this initiative because this is an initiative that goes back numerous years to a time when I was a director of an SSA, and in fact, its inception and when it first came about, I had already been a director for several years, and there was a gentleman here at Region 12, Mickey Edwards, who was my mentor, and he was so good about saying, John, look, I know you've been a director for a few years and you know some stuff, but you have got to plug in to the live binder. At the time, it was the, I think, new director live binder. And there, you know, I always had this mixed uh, feeling about it because I was like, well, Mickey, I'm not a new director. I've been doing this three years or four years. Or, you know what I mean? Well, heck, now I know. I mean, that, that was just completely wrong on my part. But it really has evolved over time to become this staple resource for special education directors, even special ed coordinators, that, that area of special ed administration, because it's so far reaching in, in, in the information it covers. 
Anna, would you talk a little bit about just, you know, going back to its inception and what the purpose behind developing this resource was from the beginning? Yeah, absolutely. So back in, it was around 1516, the ESC special ed directors all agreed that there was a definite need, as you said, to get a resource out there and make it available for new directors across the state. That was at the time when we were really beginning to see a high turnover rate with our special education LEA district directors. And so a lot of questions were coming in. There was this huge outcry for support. The ESC directors were having lots of discussions about how to best do that. There was also a need to get consistent information you know, set forth across the state, because as we all know that communication can be difficult. So as new initiatives came up, we found that across the state, there might be slightly different interpretations of that, right? Not that that ever happens now. Okay. So, but for those two reasons, they said, Hey, we need to develop this, some type of resource. Everyone got together and back in 2015, the technology was really a lot different than what we have available now. At that time, there was a huge emphasis on collaboration. So about half of the ESCs were all part of this project. It was Region 6 and Region 10 that were appointed as the leads for the project, but about half of the ESCs were contributing. And then some of the smaller ESCs said, hey, we really aren't at the point where we can contribute, but we want to be a part of this, provide feedback, and also we want to use this resource to help our LEA directors. So at that time with the technology that was available, it was decided that LiveBinder would be the platform and that we would put together several different PowerPoint presentations that we often referred to as modules. And we launched this project as the Special Education New Director LiveBinder Collaborative because it was a collaborative project. So with that, um, a little more than half at the time of the ESCs thought of different topics that they either had existing presentations, that they had on various topics that they could contribute, or some ESC said, hey, we're going to, you know, we're getting a big outcry for information on transition. So we're going to develop a module or a presentation for that. And we'd call those special education spotlights because it was information on specific special education topics. We also came up with a series of presentation called Timeline Topics. And these were designed as quarterly modules to let directors know what they needed to be attending to in specific quarters. So, um, you know, we launched in um, 15, 16. It was really a, a neat undertaking to see everybody working together to do this. We had, again, the two different modules types the special education spotlights and timeline topics. So that was the beginning. Absolutely. That really kind of takes that little path down memory lane a little bit. Beth, I just wonder with you being here and being so integral in this work now, the special ed director collaborative, do you have access to this when you were a director? Um, was this a resource you used? Were you aware of it? So John, I'm kind of like you. It was around when I was a director, but I wasn't as plugged in as, you know, looking back, I should have been. I think that definitely when I came on board and had the opportunity to work with Anna and really think about now that it's a liaison project, 
how might we grow this and get this in front of more directors? That was definitely a focus of this team. So I think that we've taken some time to really listen to our users, to put on our former director hats and think about what would we have liked to have seen within the binder as we're building this. Absolutely. As a liaison project, you guys definitely have grown the live binder. Can you comment on anything that's new that wasn't there originally? Absolutely. Anna, I'm going to start and then jump on in for me. I think one of the additions that we made to the timeline topics that Anna referred to earlier was a quarterly checklist. We heard from our end users that the, the presentations gave a lot of really detailed information, but they were looking for something that they could either print out and put on their boards or meet with their teams to check things off that they knew, hey, this is coming up and I need to attend to this. So that was something that we added into the live binder so that it is a resource that parallels or is a companion document to those PowerPoint presentations. I'll tell you, that has been a game changer. There's been several game changers when it comes to this resource, but that quarterly checklist, you know, having that kind of a one pager, something you can print off. I've seen evidence of it out in so many LEAs, so many directors who say, I print it off, I keep it up here, but I also go back to the binder or back to the, the resource to make sure if it's been updated, that it, you know I can see evidence of that. And so just huge, huge uh, step forward, I think, with this resource. Anna, do you want to talk a little bit about the YAG also? Yeah, so uh, another um, resource that has been added to it is the YAG or the year at a glance document. And this really works to provide directors with exactly that the year at a glance. So when a new director comes in or there's an existing director, they can sit down at any time and look at this document and kind of plan their year out. We also like it too, because um, as John said in the beginning, this resource is not just for directors. It is for coordinators. It is for anybody that is trying to navigate the special education system. So the year at a glance has been very helpful to get kind of the big picture and then really the, the tools are structured now in a hierarchy. So it starts out with the big picture and then you go down to where you have the quarterly checklist. If you really want details about the items that are referenced in that quarter, quarterly checklist, then you can go into the timeline topics, which are now Google slide presentations, and they give you a lot more information, even definitions, you know, what the different acronyms are, all of our special ed speak. So there really is this nice hierarchy that exists of tools so that you can dive in and get the amount of help you need, you know, for to support you where you're at, you know, whether you need just a little reminder or whether you have no idea what somebody is talking about when they say, hey, there's this due date coming up. I also think, Beth, one of the things that we have added is we've added a lot more links, you know, links to the network, links to TEA web pages so that in essence, it's a one-stop shop. If you go in there looking for information, even if it's something that's not specifically designed for the live binder, you should be able you know, to find some information on it or at least know where to go. I'd also like to add that you know, the team does a lot of really heavy lift when it comes to aligning these resources. So making sure that as we get new information or timelines change, that information is changed from the year at a glance all the way through the quarterly checklist, 
and through the PowerPoint presentation. So you can really see that alignment and that teamwork there to make sure that all, all the documents are kept current and timely. Absolutely. And, you know, we talked about the power that we have now with the team of liaison supporting this. And when I began, I talked about how Region 6 and Region 10 were appointed as the leads. Well, at that point we were talking, um, it was two people supporting this project across mm -hmm. the state. And then Teresa Anderson at Region 6 retired and then it became, the, the leads were Region 10 and Region 13. Well, there's something about the live binder where people retire because then Ann Jenkins <laughs> at Region 13 retired. Yes. <laughs> and so about that time is when I became a liaison and that's when I became aware of the powerful collaborative day that the liaisons have every month. Um, at that point, we really got to give kudos to our director at Region 10 and also to Jennifer Patterson at TEA, because when we approached them with the possibility of the Live Binder becoming a liaison Live Binder project, they just saw the power in that and you know, the type of synergy that could come from that. So um, that was in about 2019. And as you said, Beth, since that time, we have had between 10 and 15 people in any given month working in a collaborative and coordinated effort to really put some of the new materials into place. It's, it's just been incredibly, incredibly powerful. Absolutely. <laughs> I think the last thing that I, you know, think we should really highlight was the new rollout this past year with a live director calendar. Huge. Uh, it's a huge, that is an absolute game changer for people who rely on their technology for keeping them, you know, all together and keeping those deadlines and timelines in check was think, how might we create a calendar that could sync with any stakeholders calendar and it would automatically pop up to say, hey, this is due. This is when this window opens. Here's when it closes. And then we do the lift as a team to make any adjustments to the calendar that are needed. Yeah, yeah I, I would say just real quick, the, the year at the glance, the, the quarterly uh, snapshots, those and, and the calendar feature have been game changers to the point that in, in at this current moment in Texas, in special education, if you are a director, a coordinator, if you're just engaged in some of these RDA elements and things like that, and you're not plugged in to this resource and to the live calendar and to, I mean, you know, here, I think I'm informed as a special ed liaison, but that live calendar sync, it keeps me in check. For example, TEA webinars that are coming up. I mean, it is current, it is timely, it is relevant. And Beth, I love that you really explain how all of these components, so much work goes in on the backside to keep the alignment in place for this resource. So absolutely kudos, kudos to this group. One thing I really like about the Live Binder is the fact that it is a resource, but as I think as a new director or even a director with, let's say, less than five years under, the, under his or her belt, is that you think about the federal requirements that they're hit with. When you're entering this field of special education, as everyone who has said, it is so different when you move into that director's seat. Everything that you thought you knew goes away. <laughs> it's like, what, what, what is this? You know, what's the state performance plan and why do I have to do it? And, you know, and then as TA adds more responsibility and more monitoring, then there's new terminologies that come comes out and it's like, so okay, I have a, 
SVP for state performance plan. Now I have a SSP and it's like, what? And one thing the live binder is that resource where if a director is not comfortable with asking anyone, they can go to and start reading it and then get the questions. It's kind of one of those live binder gives you the opportunity to learn what you don't know and then to go to someone else who actually knows and then ask a question that you're not ashamed of. <laughs> you know, like, I'm not sure what I'm asking, but I, I kind of think this is what it means. And then get that clarification from, you know, more veterans that can assist them or liaisons or, you know, just ESC consultants or specialists. And I think it's just an awesome tool. Just help give people that framework and that level of understanding. Because as I said, when you move to that director's seat, it becomes totally different. And what you thought you knew goes out the window. And Beth is agreeing with me. A hundred percent, Pam, a hundred percent. Yeah, I think Absolutely. We, we come into yeah. these roles and we have areas of expertise, you know, in, in everything we have done before this moment. And you get into SPED administration and you realize there is every aspect of education. There's a tether to that aspect in special education. And as a special education administrator, you are tasked all of a sudden with administering all aspects of education from that special education lens. So you have to become somewhat of an expert or at least be informed upon all of these topics, all of these areas that you're administering, all of these professional positions that you have to understand how this is how it goes right, this is how it goes wrong. And that this resource really empowers individuals to go in and to kind of level out that steep learning trajectory that is required of anyone that comes into the role of, of special ed director, executive director of special populations, you know, so forth, coordinator positions. Yeah, it's fabulous. You know, I don't want to belabor this, but I do remember, you know, Anna, you and I have talked a little bit about one of the first times I remember meeting you personally, and it was in, I think, 1718, and we were down at T-Case, and I was sharing at the time the SPED director Padlet, you know, dashboard I created, and I remember you and I had a great conversation after the session, and you were like, "Hey, well, are you aware of the the new director live binder?" And I said, "Yeah, look, I put it on my Padlet. It's one of the resources I use all the time." And it was like, "But I need a resource for my ADH brain that that will give me like this one page view of all these things that I can get to." I know a lot of people like the live binder or like this. And what I love about some of these changes and some of these improvements in this resource is for those that want that one pager, want that year at a glance, want that link to my calendar, like all of those are features that are built in now. So just great, great resource. I can't say enough about it. And John, we thank you for the Padlet because your Padlet is also highlighted within the Live Binder. Yes, ma'am. Yeah, I appreciate you guys highlighting that. Yeah. And little did you know that you would be part of the Live Binder collaborative <laughs> team, right? Yeah, five years ago. That's right. We have the group of liaisons that work on this monthly, but then also each month we're able to take this to the entire group of liaisons. So when we talk about asking how might we, we're not only asking that to our end users by way of a feedback tab that's now included that we haven't mentioned, but we have, you know, the dedicated team that's working to that. And then each month we get feedback from all of the liaisons who in turn are taking this to their ESCs and to their special education directors out in various districts 
and charters, getting feedback from them. So it really has become a tool that's able to change as needed and to, you know, make additions as requested with all of this support. It's really quite um, an amazing project that we now have going on in the support. You know, um, something that we haven't mentioned is a lot of ways that different directors will use the binder is not only for their information, like Pam was saying, you know, to go in and read up on something and to find other places to go and get information. But also many directors are put in that position where it's baptism by fire, right? They come in and, hey, we are addressing this issue or that issue, and we need you to do a presentation. Oftentimes, the way that the binder is used, too, is that directors can go in, they can look at those special education spotlights that are available on different topics, go in and then make that presentation theirs, right? They can use that to help train their staff or even pass it on, you know, to one of their coordinators to use that to help train their staff. So there's been lots of instances where directors have gone in and said, oh, you know, I was so glad to see that there was a module on this topic or on that topic because I was able to take that and instead of starting from scratch, I was able to turn that around and present that to our folks and get the job done. So it can be very helpful in that way, too. How would uh, someone find, find the live binder? And also, is there a fee for the binder? There is absolutely no fee for the live binder. And if you just go in on Google and if you just search for the special education director collaborative live binder, it will pop right up or you can go to the live binder tab and find it there. It's getting a lot of hits, a lot of traffic, so it's it's something that's easy to find. There's absolutely no charge. And, you know, we have people outside of the state of Texas that are using it, much like with John's Padlet. You know, the other thing that has happened that is so highly valuable now that it has become a collaborative liaison project, it's a real easy Google hit. I mentioned the feedback tab. If you have any suggestions um, or if you, can't, you know, have any difficulties in using it, please let us know because we're working to address that. I'm saying we, as I said with Live Binder, there's something associated with the Live Binder and retirements. I'm retiring at Shame the end of the Shame on you, Anna. Shame <laughs> on you. I know. When you said it's this, you know, the association with retirement, the Live Binder, like, there's another one. On uh-huh, the way it, out. It, it just, it just <laughs> happens. But I will say, I have never worked with a group of more dynamic and creative and collaborative people. And I mean, what we see in the live binder now, it it just wasn't possible in the hands of one or two people, you know, in a couple of service centers, because we know there are so many different fires that are burning all of the time. But with all of the people that are now involved in this, in supporting this project, the commitment we have, again, from our leaders at the ESCs, our special education directors um, at the ESCs and from Jennifer Patterson at TEA and then the collaborative group, it's it's really become a powerful support tool. And it, it's just really neat to see back from the days with, you know, PowerPoint. And I mean, it's almost um, in some ways, it's laughable to think back to, you know, what the technology was like and so on and so forth. So it's come a long way. And it's because of the brilliant people in, you know, working across the state and the liaison group. Y'all included. Y'all I work agree. on this every month. I agree with you because I remember when it started out, but you know, it wasn't exactly what I was looking for. Now I can go there and go, okay, 
I can find almost anything that I'm looking for and, and then look at what resources have been developed by other ESCs. So if I'm not reinventing the wheel. I can say, okay, this is great. I can utilize this and, and move forward. And I think that's one of those positives. I was sitting there thinking about the fact it's probably one of the few resources where you can start with child find and then look at SHARS. <laughs> In the same setting, you know, because typically you're looking at financial things somewhere else. And if you're on TA's web page, God bless you, because it's kind of hard to find things. <laughs> but just only how... when you need the most. Exactly. <laughs> like, how many links do I have to go through to get to what I'm Yeah. Doing? Yeah. Uh, well, but I, I love I... that it lives out there in cyberspace, that it is linked to so many high leverage resources across the state, from the state level to the regional levels and the, the exceptional ESC work out there. And that it is timely and relevant and it is continuing to kind of be reiterated based on end user feedback, our directors, our coordinators, our people that are using the live binder with that feedback tab. It is just such a relevant resource. And I know this has been an episode in the making for a long time. And I think for several years now, we've wanted to highlight this initiative. And I we're just at that moment right now where this is the perfect time to capture the magic that is happening with this resource around the state. And I think you're right, Anna, you hit on something. And it is, it's one thing to have a resource that lives out there stagnantly in the world. It's another thing to have the support of 20 ESCs from around the state, the state agency to see the relevance. I think it was Justin Porter who said, hey, I even linked that calendar to my calendar because it kept me in the loop. And that's our state director saying that about this resource. And so great work, that continual revisiting it to improve it based on end user feedback. Wonderful resource. If you're a, if you're listening to this and you haven't checked it out, you have got to go check it out. Google SPED Direct, Special Ed Director, Collaborative, LiveBinder. I mean, it will get you there. Great resource, Anna, and we wish you all the best in retirement, although we're going to be trying to pull you back in every chance we get. It's always a pleasure to work with y'all. Y'all know how much I miss you already. You will be missed greatly. Well, thank you for that. And I just have to say y'all's podcast, talk about growing and reaching just all kinds of new people in new places. It's phenomenal. I mean, John, remember when you started this and now you've got all this support too, and it is just, it's really taken off. It's, it's, yeah. it's just a, a great, great reference tool. Absolutely. Well, when Pam came to me and said, Hey, have you ever done a podcast? And I said, what's a podcast? <laughs> You know, and I'll tell you, that just lit a fire and we have really been blessed to share the kind of resources and stories in Texas that are going on because there's so much positive. That's exactly right. Pam is the rock and foundation. Absolutely. Indeed, indeed. Okay. All righty, John, I'm, I think this is a wrap for us. Okay. Well, listen, this okay. has been an awesome episode. Thank you so much for joining us, Anna and Beth. And we are super excited. Hopefully we'll be able to get this group back on with us in the future, maybe include additional voices and additional insights from other team members and as new resources come available. John, tell everyone how they can continue to elevate the conversation about special education in Texas. You got it, Pam. They can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at SPEDTALK2020 because in these disconnected times, connecting with others has never been so important. Now more than ever, it takes courage to create culture and kindness to keep us connected. If you enjoyed this episode of SPED Talk, be sure to share it with a friend because information should always flow through us, not to us. We couldn't do this without you, our listeners. 
and we need your help sharing the amazing transformation occurring in special education. Together, we can change the trajectory of learning opportunities in Texas for students with disabilities. If you have ideas, information, or resources that you think we should share on an upcoming episode of SPED Talk, let us know at SPED Talk 2020 on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. And be sure to like our page while you're there. Oh yeah, and if you get a chance, please consider giving us a positive review on the podcast platform that you listen to SPED Talk. Living in the moment and the moment is the future.